Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. Grace, the author Anne Lamott writes in her book, Traveling Mercies, is unearned love. Grace is unearned love. In four words, that is the heart of Christmas. The heart of Christmas is that when Jesus was born, when God the Son, the eternal second person of the Trinity, when he was born among us and as one of us, he was the full revelation of God's love for each of us. A love that is entirely unearned by us. A love that is pure gift. A love that is grace. A friend told me a story recently that captures this so well that I asked her to write it down so I could share it with you. It's a story about her five-year-old daughter, who just so happens to be named Grace. And here is what my friend wrote. A few weeks ago, Grace was exuberantly singing the song, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. She got to the part about, he knows if you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness sake. And she stopped. She just completely stopped. And for after a moment or two of silence, she turned to me and said, Mama, do I still get presents if I have bad behavior? I said, yes, sweetie, you still get presents if you have bad behavior. We like it when you have good behavior, but you will still get presents if you have bad behavior. Grace said, but the song says you don't get presents if you have bad behavior. I said, well, the song is wrong. It's wrong, she asked. Yes, I said, it's wrong. Oh, was all she said. She got really quiet, and I could tell she was turning this new information over in her head, examining it and trying to decide what she thought about it. After a few more moments of quiet, I said, Grace, do you know why you get presents on Christmas, even when you have bad behavior? She shook her head. No. Why? Because that's the whole point of Christmas. The whole point of Christmas is that God gave us the most amazing present even when we didn't deserve it. That even when we were having bad behavior, even when we were doing things we knew we shouldn't, God gave us Jesus. God gave us this incredible gift, not because we were good, but because we were having bad choices. So yes, you still get presents even if you have bad behavior, because that's the whole point of Christmas. Grace. Grace is getting presents even when we have bad behavior. Grace is being loved even when we haven't earned it, even when we could never earn it. Grace is what Christmas is all about. The word became flesh and dwelt among us, John writes, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. 
For from, from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. It's interesting. In the entire Gospel of John, the word grace is only used four times. And they all happen in this first chapter. It's as though John wants to make really clear at the very beginning that the story of Jesus is a story all about grace. And then he goes on and spends the rest of the gospel showing us through Jesus' life and ministry, through his death and resurrection, showing us what grace looks like. Which means that grace looks like healing people that other people wouldn't touch. It means that grace looks like talking with people that other people wouldn't be seen with and treating them with dignity and love. Grace looks like washing the dirty feet of Jesus' own followers, a job that typically only the lowliest servant would be asked to do. Grace looks like willingly going to the cross, being executed for crimes you didn't commit, laying down your life for your friends so that through your death they can experience life. That is what grace looks like. Grace that is offered to you and to me tonight every bit as much as it was in that manger in Bethlehem 2,000 years ago. For from God's fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. I used to have this idea that grace worked kind of like this glass. I thought that my life or my heart was kind of like this glass and that whatever water was in it was like whatever amount of goodness that I had to offer God. I knew that God's righteousness somehow required that the glass to be full. And I knew that on my own, the glass could never be full. So I thought of grace as being sort of whatever amount of water God needed to pour into my glass to top it off. But the problem with that understanding is that with it came this sense that while God was always willing to top off my glass, he'd really be happier the less grace he had to pour in there. That the closer I could get to the top of the glass on my own, the more pleased God would be with me. Thankfully, over the years, I realized, or rather God showed me, that's not how grace works at all. Grace isn't just the water that's needed to top off the glass. Grace is the glass itself. It's the table the glass is resting on. It's the pitcher of water that never stops pouring. It's the water that never stops filling up and spilling over and flooding the whole place. It is all, all grace. For from God's fullness, we have all received grace upon grace.
Grace is God's unearned love. And it's not unearned just because God knows we're not capable of earning it. It's unearned because the question of our earning it never even occurred to God in the first place. God's love is unearned because it's unearnable, because love is the very nature of God. God's very Godness is shown in his overflowing love to everyone he has made. From God's fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. Beth Moore, the wonderful Bible teacher, recently wrote this. She said, We want so badly for everything to go perfectly in our gatherings on Christmas. But if humans could come up with perfect, there would be no Christmas. So take heart, fellow earthlings. Be unashamed of the unfixed. Open wide the door of your imperfect home to him. To this, Emmanuel came. So this Christmas Eve, may we open wide the doors of our imperfect, unfixed, broken, messy hearts to Jesus, to Emmanuel, to God with us. May we receive his grace, his unearned, overflowing love. May we receive it tonight, whether it is for the first time or the 5,000th time. May we receive the unearned, unearnable love that poured out from the heavens and into the manger of Bethlehem, the love that pours out tonight into this place, into this moment, into each of our hearts. From God's fullness, may we all receive grace upon grace. Amen. Amen.